come and reminisce with us. This is 90s Till Infinity. It's Gav here from the guy who brought you BRL. 90s Till Infinity walks you down the road of the best decade ever, the 90s. Catch 90s Till Infinity on Mixcloud or a radio station near you or find us at 90s Till Show on Facebook and Instagram. Coastal Field, 90s Till Infinity. Keeping it retro. Reminisce with us. Yeah. Blood Santa Ground. BRL, son. Peace, this is Nelson Dialect. You're tuned in to Beats, Rhymes, and Life. Yeah, this is Bias B. You're listening to BRL. Yeah, this is Ray. You're listening to BRL. What up? It's 360. Yeah, yeah, this is Nick Luby from One Day Spit Syndicate. I'm Seth Century. You're on Beats, Rhymes, and Life, and I endorse this product. Hey, family, this is Elf West, the Lion. I'm Beats, Rhymes, and Life. Stay tuned. This is where hip-hop lives. It is Beats, Rhymes and Life. And now joining us on the phone is A1 Vapid. Now, uh, if the name rings a bell, he is a, a, a part of the crew headlines. But you've stepped out and made a solo record. And um, it's one of my favorites so far this year. I enjoy the tongue-in-cheek humor across it. I enjoy the fact it doesn't pull all our punches on the jokes. I'm like, okay. You know, there's a there's a the few the few bits and pieces in there where I would be like, oh, I might get in trouble from network if I play a couple of these. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, thank you, man. That's uh, you know, it's the dad humor without being a dad. Uh, I'd like, I guess, I'm the child of television, and I it's just decades of me kind of being a stoner and zoning out in front of the telly, and I was like, I gotta put put this to good use you know it's, mm. um so don't listen to your parents kids it's good to do it because it'll get you to this point um <laughs> no nah, thank you man i appreciate it put a, put a lot of work into it and mm. uh it's finally here it's, it's kind of it's coming out to the world slowly and, and beautifully and um yeah thank you for having me on i really appreciate it man. i love the kind words it's um yeah it's really humbling i'm loving it now, um, one thing I like is the uh, theme across the record, which is, um, uh, uh, once again, a uh, very tongue-in-cheek point at, um, as, as you told me in our uh, sort of pre-chat um, on the uh, Facebook there, that we're, we're, having a, we're having a chat and you're saying, like, this is a record for people that are 30-plus. And uh, it, yeah. there, there's so many 90s and 80s references in there. Uh, it's it's definitely going to be one that you, um, if you're a bit younger, you might have to get the Google machine out and sort of uh, have a look at a couple of these <laughs> things. You have like, it, it, yeah. it was like, you know, um, it's a knockout references in this thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Straight like, up, man. There's, um, there's, there's a lot. There's even probably a lot even that I didn't catch myself even writing it. Um, I, I very much wanted to do something. Uh, there was two kind of things in mind. One, I wanted to do something that I knew a lot about, which was kind of that era of television and just growing up in front of the TV, being like mm-hmm. a latchkey kid and just being plonked in front of it because I was either too hyperactive or it was just like, it was easy, you know. The parents could just be like, man, just go do. And it it, it just, it was my world, you know. And yeah. so I wanted to make a record for me and something that I could really just relate to. And I... I kind of wanted to do something fun as well, you know. A lot of um, music I've done in the past is it's it's been fun, but it's also had some serious tones. And there was a lot of, um, from my personal perspective, worry about like, oh, what are people going to think when they hear this? And 
yada, yada, yada. And I, I threw all that out the window and just thought, you know, I'm going to make something that I think is really funny, really fun. And yeah, just talk about, talk about stuff that really is a bit of a time capsule of my, I guess, childhood yeah. and, and young adulthood. Um, and, and yeah, just really, the TV used to be a real like engagement tool, you know, and people would really connect over it. And I think we've lost that now. We don't have it anymore. And so it was a real fun thing to kind of dig through the, the memory banks of, man, what did I used to, what did I used to listen to or watch or what really, you know, what, what hit core memories and, Turns out there's a lot, a lot of my, a lot of my brain is just the TV, yeah, bunch of TV stuff, you know. Uh, but yeah, so it was, it was, it, it came in mind with that, but also I, I kind of wanted to adapt it to a day in the life of, and how all of these things throughout the day and the TV and what what not were kind of metaphors for what time of day it was, or where you were mm. at, or what you were doing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like it just, just, and of course it's in the, uh, theme of every track from, uh, the morning show, which is, uh, just basically a, uh, flat out, uh, comedic attack on the, uh, morning programs. And look, they are hot garbage. I watched, uh, the, is, I, I watched, terrible. I watched uh, the pair of those shows this morning. It's a 15 minute <laughs> loop of uh, news and whatever, uh, and it's uh, it's the same thing, and then they'll just interchange segments out here and there to keep you watching the whole thing. Uh, look, I, I've worked in uh, commercial radio for years. I, I know what formatting is. I know what yeah. you're doing to me <laughs> while you're doing this. I'm like, yeah. I get it, and I also understand why they're doing it because having done a little breakfast radio uh, in my past and that kind of thing. It's like, no, no, I, I get what the scheduling is about. Here's these certain things. We do our, our news and our weather. And then uh, for our for the people in Perth, uh, we have our own bulletin where we have our own guy uh, read local news as well. Uh, right. so I think, yeah, I think it's sure. the, which is the, I think we're the only place that does that, um, of course. I'm <laughs> guessing uh, oh, time. There's time. one in Gippsland in Victoria, which used to crack me up, man. And that's like a kind of eastern part of Victoria. So it's about two, three hours out of Melbourne. And it's just like, you know, some dude fell off his tractor and, you know, in <laughs> <laughs> like low, low, uh, police fields, you know, and it's mm. just, it is hilarious. I love watching those little cutaway ones because I'm so used to that mainstream kind of like is uh, yeah. you know, is Larry Emder telling you what's going on. Mm. But it is it is hot garbage, like you say. They just it's it's very recycled. It's very uh, like the funniest one is that morning show with Larry Emder and and Kylie Gillies, and they like hold paper, like they they yes. cut to them holding papers in the studio, like they've got headlines or hot topics. And they're just like, oh, what happened to Tara Reid? Where are you now? <laughs> and it's just, you give a shit. <laughs> no one fucking cares. But it's fast yes. and it's fun. I mean, uh, I, I, they did a half-hour montage once of them, like, just getting dressed and making a montage. It's like this weird fourth-wall break where I, I, just, I don't get it, but, man, they get paid a lot to do it. Yeah. Um, the, uh, and uh, It's I, hilarious. I... I um. Look, I, Larry seems quite charming, and, uh, and Kylie Gillies has that MILF thing going on, and that, that's pretty much uh, that's the only appeal of that show because, yeah, the rest of it is, uh, 
Yeah, like you say, and it's not even Tari. Sometimes it's like a a character from a '90s soapy or something like that, and then some uh, Botox ex-human yeah. comes on and talks about uh, I don't know whatever they were doing. And, oh yeah, he was It'd such a like, handsome uh, co-star. The guy who played Squiggy on you know <laughs> Laverne and Shirley. And it'd be like, again, for people that are under 25 or under 35, probably you need to figure that one out. But yeah. I'm Google definitely machine. a Shirley. I do Shirley more than Laverne. But either way, that's the kind of people they have. And then it'd be like, the questions are hectic as well, right? It's like, oh, so you worked with them. What was that like? <laughs> it's just like the fucking easiest question to ask anyone. <laughs> what was it like working with these people? But yeah, it is hilarious, man. I mean, I think there's a bit, there's a lot of satire and tongue in cheek in the writing of the album too. Like even mm. with the news, you know, we, we do a song called news from the underground, which kind of crossed paths with um, distance who produced the whole album, by the way, my, my partner in rhyme from headline produced yeah. every song on that album, except for the infomercial. Um, but he produced, uh, you know, all these beats and we thought, what if we did like a song about the news that just, was a very honest take on what they're actually saying underneath all of what they're saying yeah. to your face, which is like, they don't really give a shit. And they, you know, they've just got a narrative. They want to stick to that because it gets the clicks or it gets the viewers and it keeps you enthralled. Oh, and that's it, what it came out as. It happened on the news this morning. They had that horrific fire in in Wellington. So, you know, data recording, that happened. You figure out what day we recorded this. It's a couple of days ago. Um, yeah. when this airs but then you have um you know, uh, the obviously the producers got in the ear of uh like Carl Stefanovic or someone like that um and, and it's like oh and uh ma- and uh please pass on our thoughts and prayers and i'm like you don't give a yeah. flying fuck about uh, these people <laughs> no let's cross to Lavidia who's at a Lamington sale <laughs> it's like yeah you know sponsored by Cadbury like yeah. No one gives a shit. They really don't give a shit. But there was a time, and I feel like that late 80s, early 90s, there was a time when TV had a sense of kind of regalness, a bit of magic. It was still something that was out of the norm. I feel like now it's lost a lot of that. We don't have we don't have the common you know, ground that we used to have, whether it was through a sitcom or through the news. Like, I mean... Some of these old journalists were rock stars like, you know, Ray Martin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> those dudes were killing it, man. And, uh, they, Yarn it event. This was a thing. Yarn event, man. I mean, Tracy Grimshaw's got nothing on Yarn event. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Eat it, Tracy. <laughs> and this, is the, this is the thing that, like, I we spent probably as much time in the studio talking this shit and deep yes. diving, like, TV chit-chat as we did like making the stuff happen, you know? And so I think it's just this thing that TV is an amazing tool. I've, it's something I love. I mean, uh, I, I, I hate to love it, but I do love it. Mm. And uh, it just unlocks this thing. Uh, and and nostalgia is just one of those things too, you know? It's a bit of a back in my day album as well, right? I feel oh, like I'm that definitely. guy now going, you know, well, back when I was a kid, we'd listen to, you know, <laughs> we'd, we'd watch It's a Knockout and The Price is Right, which mm. is another Larry Emder callback. But um, 
Yeah, man. Uh, and so I just tried to run down that theme of like, you know, the yesteryear stuff, stuff I grew up on. And, and this is the first episode. So I'm, I'm really hoping to kind of lay out a few of these and, and keep it pumping. But uh, you can yeah, probably. Man, I'm, I'm, Oh, so, so you could probably get someone like um, uh, Jamie Dunn to do some voiceover for you for you know a little chunk of change, I reckon. Get Agro on the uh, next one. <laughs> I, I would love to. I would love to. I mean, he and then again, like there's a there's a dude that was cinnable to like so many kids. You'd wake up and you'd watch Agro, you know, and you ask anyone now, like they don't watch TV in the morning. Like no, no one gets up and does that. It's straight on Facebook or TikTok or whatever. And that's it, you know, the attention span's gone and there's no, like, did you see that the other day, what happened on, you know, on that show? And It was like a universal thing, man. The TV was such a, it was a prime thing. I think Sunday nights were a big deal for a lot of families too. And Hey Hey Saturday was one of those ones that yep. everyone was involved in. It's pretty much across the board. And, like, and here's um, one, here's one for the, for the uh, uh, sort of, uh, Let's just call us uh, the uh, '90s generation. Gladiators. Mm. Is there going to be mention of that on the next record? Because, I mean, dude, I have a, I actually have a specific Vulcan reference that I only wrote like the other day because he was. <laughs> you know what? We, we should we should hook and, you up with Thraxy because Thraxy is the daughter of Vulcan. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah, legit. No way! I had no idea. Yeah, uh, I was but, gonna throw a, I was gonna throw a little bit more, um, you know, tidbit information. The Vulcan actually has a wrestling school in Menai, in yes. like the south of Sydney here. So, uh, yeah, man, hectic. Let's all link up. I would love it, man. That would be amazing. But yeah, I would love to get Tower and Storm Glacier. Man, this is slowly turning <laughs> into the morning show with Larry Emdar. We're doing it without even knowing it. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the right, irony. So what was it like being on Gladiators? <laughs> yeah, the irony of this record is um, at at the same time of poking fun at that time of the TV. Yeah, we're also kind of doing it. This is coming from a guy whose second program is about the 1990s, and uh, for the most part, playing like uh, Australian forgotten songs uh in between like major worldwide hits just because i'm like every so often i want to play i don't know swoops apple eyes or something like that apple eyes dude yeah that's a good one i um i actually had a little just on the same topic a little throwback in my mind the other day i was walking past newtown uh park and newtown fest has been uh canned this year which was like big deal in uh sydney every year they have this free music festival in the park there and uh back when i was a teenager it was kind of more up and coming acts you know um and so they have all these acts like skulker or the test eagles oh, and wow. then it started to progressively get more and more and i remember seeing the herd there uh early on maybe in like 2003 or something and it was a really uh, incredible time for music. And even I was speaking to Sarek. Uh, I know I'm meandering a bit off the topic here, but speaking That's to good. Sarek last night, and he um, he guest features on this, uh, I guess you would call them like a new metal or a rap rock band single from a band called Room 101, who was again oh. like very much that 90s era. And, Man, I actually had just a flood of memories the other day on that topic of like, you know, forgotten gems or like, uh, I guess, a, 
a little time capsule of, of the 90s Australian rock, you know. It was, a, it was a, such a big thing. It was huge. And uh, it's kind of wild because, you know, of course, uh, you know, Sarek being a part of a 1990s Australian hip-hop lore, you know, Death Wish cast and all that kind of thing. Oh, le- legend, legend even, yeah. yeah legend He's, of yeah, the genre. Um, yeah. But it, it's it's kind of wild that like uh, and sort of that that scene, there were a couple of chart hits, um, you know, Knights, Knights of the Underground Table, um, not a chart hit, but stuff like Sound Unlimited and uh, Renegade Funk Train, yeah. they were hits. They, they were legitimate they were. chart hits. They were. They were. And, you know, it's... Again, the hoods were all the hoods. One of those, it was one of those things that you would catch on, like, video hits or yes. Rage or, you know, and, again, I feel like that's another... Uh, we are another, literally another doing this. Of, yeah. <laughs> it's another chunk of the of the TV era that we're just gonna, we've lost, you know, like there. MTV's completely turned into reality television now. They don't give a shit about music. Nope. But besides Rage, is very like where there is no more music shows. You know, there was a, there was a few back in the nineties. There was there was one called like Level Thirty One or something. Oh. I don't know if that was the Sydney one. There was the uh, Pepsi um, one. I think that might have been a two thousands yeah. one. There was there was one on Channel Seven in the early nineties. Can't remember the name of that one. Uh, that, recovery on ABC. That a re- was a, a recovery was a show. A recovery was the alternative uh, Triple J type stuff. But that the I recovery was my jam, my jam. It was, it was I watched that every week. Yeah, Saturday morning. Yeah. Dylan Lewis acting like a complete lunatic. Uh, Jane Gazzo <laughs> on that program, who I uh, still have a crush yeah. on to this day. I loved me some Jane Gazzo. She doesn't age, man, that chick. Yeah, she looks right now. She right looks now. fantastic. Yeah. I don't know who I don't know what the what the, the blood of which babies she's drinking <laughs> to maintain that look, but if she can hook a brother up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, th- so like uh Look, there's, this going to be a long-form version of the podcast. You're going to hear it. That's going to be the 90s reference kind of style of it. Um, but we'll uh, we'll get back into you know, the uh, the uh, the hard bits and pieces of this uh, program. Uh, you mentioned that Distance uh, put together uh, the beats for this record. Um, you know, he's he's done a great job. I like the uh, production across this. But um, who put together the um, the the infomercials and the uh, silly stuff? And uh, next time, if you want a cheesy voiceover person, just give me a buzz. I'll record some stupid shit for you. <laughs> Man, you're in. You're in. Um, I'll, I'll be 100%. In. We'll take you up on that for sure. Um, yeah, so Distance uh, distance constantly is making beats and we have a bit of a shared Google Drive that uh, we, we chuck stuff in and we'll over the phone or whatever where we catch up, just swap verses and whatnot. And I've kind of been working on this under, under wraps um, and I wanted to really wait until it was almost there, like ninety percent, before I said, "Hey, dude, can I can I steal all these beats off you?" And um, and that worked. He was like, "Yes, yes, <laughs> fucking awesome." So that was great. Um, and then we went uh, into the studio with our friend Dave Aurora, who um, who I'm going to publicly apologise to now because I misspelt his name on the back of the record. His name is <laughs> David Aurora, not Dave Arua. And uh, I I didn't catch it early enough. Oh no, and, you know, there it is. <laughs> he, 
<laughs> yeah, it's there. It's there. So, luckily, David Aurora from David Aurora Audio, that's A-U... I don't even... I'm not even going to try and spell it. I'll probably spell it wrong. David Aurora Audio. He's an amazing um, sound engineer and technician, and um, he's a good friend. And he's, we've done a lot of recording with him in the past. Pretty much all our headline stuff was recorded with him, and... Um, this was uh, actually spawned kind of from doing a lot of those headlines recordings was me and Dave would start talking shop about TV, music, the nineties. And eventually it was all those little ideas. I said, man, let's cut all this together. I need you to be a part of this project. I put all the music there. And then in my mind kind of just had ideas of what snippets I wanted to use between which tracks. Um, and just, I guess, what little things that I recall in my head uh, on the regular that people don't get, like the Go-Go Mobile ad, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, there you go, small reference, like people, look it up. Exactly, right? So there's a Go-Go Mobile ad, it's very famous. The guy says G or G-G-O. Good advertising, um, good advertising. See, it nailed a whole generation and we quote it 25 years later. Uh, I, I still don't even know what a go-go mobile is, but I know the ad was for yellow pages and that this guy had one. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's cool. And um, man, yeah, so basically me and Dave um, in the studio, me and David in the studio pieced it all together and then um, we needed a goofy infomercial uh, because that's what comes on at that time of day on the telly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just a bit of a, bit of a free run on how fucking stupid these things are that they sell mm-hmm. and how stupid they, uh, they expect the audience to be. And I mean, sometimes people are stupid enough to buy it. Sometimes the shit probably works. I don't know. But the funny <laughs> thing to me is just always the cadence and the delivery of these ads where it's like, is your life terrible? We have the solution. Yes. This thing can solve everything. And if you call now, we'll fix this and we'll fix that. And uh, it was just like, we just had a lot of fun with that. It was, it's very similar to like a news anchor, right? Like they have a certain way of talking and you just like, once you kind of hear it, you can't unhear it. (laughs) So once I started rambling uh, bullshit products, that was it, man. It was off to the races. Um, it just, it, honestly, it reminded me of uh, the kind of stupid stuff that me and my uh, mates used to do in the uh, 2000s on a uh, similar kind of uh, radio serial. Like We used to have a lot of goofy commercials as well uh, for dumb products and uh, you <laughs> Yeah. And it was it was but literally I mean, all that. It's the most uh, easy to copy thing in the world is uh, that, hey, guys, coming up, this, that, and the other. Oh, and uh, guess what? We got this brand new shiny thing, and uh, you put it on your forehead, and it vibrates, and you can get brand new wa- brain waves, and you can get this for the first time <laughs> offer, blah, blah. It's, you know, it's easy I, I have a field day watching infomercials, man. I've seen some great ones. There's one, um, there's one where they were selling massage chairs. Yeah, massage chairs come ones. up a lot, don't they? It was it was one of the ones where they like constantly um they don't it's not like a segmented thing they're constantly rolling and it's like a live sale like call the studio now and this guy's just reaching for anything he can to sell these chairs and he's leaning <laughs> back and he goes you know stress 
stress is a major cause of suicide, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> this chair actually can relieve stress. And I'm like, bro, what? you just solved suicide with this massage chair. Like, it's hilarious. It's just, just the shit that they sell. They had one for teddy bears, like plush bears. Yes. And I shit you not. They had like, you know, the fucking, the Great Britain bear and the, this is the chill out bear. This is your antioxidant bear, whatever. Antioxidant. And then they had one. They had one. No, I kid you not. It was called the just because bear. <laughs> like, just fucking buy it. Like, just cause. Oh, my <laughs> God. A $90 teddy bear. $90 teddy bear, <laughs> just because, and some... Uh, it was yeah. literally called the Just Because Teddy Bear. Oh, my God. You know what's, you know what's <laughs> cheaper if you want to get a nice bear? Go to one of those Build-A-Bear shops or, you know... Oh, my God, it's a... Te- and if you are contemplating suicide, don't buy a massage chair. Like, go no. talk to a friend or a therapist. Yes. You don't need a Life. vibrating chair. Lifeline, uh, Beyond Blue, whoever. Like, no, seriously. Lifeline, Beyond Blue. In all seriousness, but this guy literally pulled that out to try to sell a fucking chair. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. It is. That's disgraceful. (laughs) Really. It is. I mean, it's also really funny, but he didn't, in in, in a real, like, outlet, like, who would would do that? That's why it's funny. Anyway, I'm no, there, the there's, 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 there's like, like anything. There's, there's humor in that. Um, it's there's just absolute humor in, in all of the television. It's the same to me, and this is what I mean. It's like, it's like Larry and Kylie holding those papers. Like, what the fuck are you doing it for? You don't need to do it, man. Just put the papers down and present. Just uh, so have a good time, you know. Get a bit loose on the old program. <laughs> uh, it's wild, but um, it yeah. is wild. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, <laughs> it's it, look. Uh, this discussion is pretty much a um, a version of this record. Uh, a lot of references to a lot of Australian TV, uh, an era that is gone. Like uh, like the like the thing I saw on um, uh, what well, I think it was Instagram or something like that. The world that you knew is gone now, and it's true. It is. It it, it absolutely is, and um. You know, I don't think I was setting out to kind of recapture that. I was just kind of, oh, I've got an idea for a conceptual album. But that's kind of what it evolved into. And I guess that's just me uh, delving into my memory and my persona and letting it letting it out and kind of not worrying about, you know. But I guess, to be honest, I made this for me. This was the album I kind of wanted to make because I thought it would be fun and funny and that was that. Didn't really think too much about, you know, I hope people understand these references. And I think that's kind of been very beneficial towards it because, um, you know, it doesn't matter. Go out, make some music, have some fun with it, you know, uh, and people will like it or they won't. or They'll get it or they won't. And uh, that's that's kind of where it's ended up. So I'm really really glad to hear that you say that, though, man. It's it's a real honour um, that people are resonating with it so much, and and kind of, you know, it makes me feel like, oh, okay, I'm not the only one. We all did grow up in that same kind of, I guess, uh, capsule, you know, and we're connected by these little dots that none of us really maybe know or talk about or remember, but they're there, you know, the little pixels of our lives that kind of bind us in the same way that music does the same thing right absolutely absolutely so yeah. uh where do people get this 
Man, uh, it's available on wax. It is the first wax I've ever pressed. It's a short run, um, so there's a limited amount. But you can go to our band camp. That's Headlines uh, Music at Band Camp. Uh, I am a.1.bafford on Instagram, so feel free to hit me up, follow me there. Um, and you can follow us on Facebook. Not too much on the Facebook anymore, man. It seems to be a bit more of an echo chamber for old people and racists. So I'm just kind of stepping back and going, I just want to see pictures and then and, and chat to my friends. But you can hit us on Facebook um, and everywhere that you can stream shit, man. It's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, it's on Tidal. I think it's on TikTok. I'm a bit old for that stuff. But, man, get the wax. I I highly suggest. The wax comes with some stuff. I chuck in some stickers and a poster. And, uh, yeah, it's all good, man. It's all gravy. Absolutely. Well, uh, we're going to play another track from this record now. And thank you very much for your time. Thank you, my man. It's a pleasure. I appreciate it. Dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of best beat programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au That's Tune, the number one, .com.au Tune One, proud show sponsor.